Welcome to the family with Alex Brampernard Rasmussen and Andy Brampernard. And Catherine will be here eventually. Co-host Catherine Brand. <laughs> I haven't heard anything from L.A. Nicks. I don't even know if he's coming or not. Who knows? They'll wander in when they feel like We're it. We're closing in on Christmas, so one never knows. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walls Road Motor Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I said, sisters, if you only knew in my shoes Keep on using me Until you use me up Until you use me up. I already said that. You heard me. So what's going on? So I've got uh, my dad's haircut straightened away, his dentist appointment straightened away, Andy's going to become an essential visitor for a little while mm -hmm. so he can see him. There you go. Uh, what else did I have to set up for him? Like... <laughs> I have to get a three-way light bulb today. Three-way? <laughs> three-way three light, light bulb? bulb. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, what is that? You, you know, the light bulbs that you can click the thing on the lamp, and it gets brighter and brighter. Oh. And a dimmable light bulb? They're called a three-way light bulb. Oh. I thought you just put dimmables in those. Dude, what are you eating? No. Jude's I hope it's it. not chocolate. Jude's eating something. Well, there was no chocolate That's over here, anyway, so I don't know what he's doing. Anyway, for it to not be chocolate. Anyway, so, doing. yeah, so, mm-hmm. 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 I take better care of my father than I do of myself. <laughs> no, here I haven't been to the doctor you're not in 94, I don't know how long. So. Yeah, know. you're not 94. That's a big difference right there. Oh, Every year I'm like, this is the year I'm going to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> we just had a big conversation. Oh, way behind on that. We just had a big conversation with the kids about colonoscopies because Dan had to pick someone he knows up from he had to drop him off and pick him up from a colonoscopy and i was like he's gonna have a camera shoved up his butt 
And they were like, why? And Gently we all probed, about, I believe, is the way they would put it. I told, not them, I told them all about it. And they were like, well. why do you do that? And blah, 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 blah. So we had this long conversation. And Fawn was like, I don't want to have a camera put up my phone. No, no and one I was does. Like, I was like, nobody. I was like, nobody likes it, but no, you have no to do it. But it. you won't need to do it until you're a lot older. What is the age for women? 55, I think. Not anymore. It's, they lowered it now. Did they? They lowered it? Yep, they lowered it for everybody now. They lowered it for mammograms, too. I think it's like 40. I do believe that I have Yeah, heard, you need uh, a baseline. Uh, 45 now. It's 45. What yeah. about for men? I think it's both. Both so, They say that people without any risk factors only have to get one every 10 years. Right. So hmm. that's, you know, not horrible. Not well, that's bad. Like, well, I know somebody that had, had no risk factors, and she ended up having a pretty advanced colon cancer. Yeah, well, there well, you have happen. it. So well, I should get thin there and do that. Probably. I don't really care about the procedure because they'll give you drugs. <laughs> no, the prep is the worst part. But the prep. By far. The drinking the, prep the weird is what thing. I don't want to do. Drinking the and disgusting, salty. And you can't have uh, solids for what, like two days? And uh, it's a, I think it's like a full day. And you have to hours. poop your pants for 24 hours? Ish. I mean, you don't have to. Well, you will. It's a hell of a way to start a show. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Good morning. A little poop talk with the family. It's fantastic. Oh, I need talk. to do that. Got to well, set that up. A lot of our listeners probably. Uh, did you know most people don't ever have them? Really? I'm sure. That's well, what, I went to no my, one makes you, so. That's what the scheduler said. They're like, because I yeah. actually had yeah. one yeah. scheduled oh, at one time, God. and then they called me and told me that the doctor was going to go out of town and take vacation, so it just hasn't happened. Well, that's and like, they said, eh. I'm like, do most people have one? She's like, no, most people don't ever have one. They just don't do it. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it's like the dentist. A lot of people don't go to the dentist other than like, oh, I haven't gone in five years. I should probably go. That is Melissa true. hadn't gone to the eye doctor in like 10 years. Well, part of the problem. I told her to go to the eye doctor. Is that That's you have damn. to have separate yeah. eye doctor insurance, separate dental insurance, true. separate this. And if you don't have it, it's expensive to I go. never had mm-hmm. eye or dental until like this year. You have eye and dental? Through Melissa. We have dental, but we don't. Through Melissa. I don't think yeah. we have vision. The container Why? store, I think. Your health care? Yeah. Why do you have two sets of health care? This one doesn't have eye or dental, I don't think. It doesn't? Most insurance doesn't. No. It's usually a supplement of some kind. No, because she's on that too. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, there's no eye or dental, so you got to get the separate eye and dental. I see. Even when we were on like the best insurance in the world, we didn't have eye and dental. It's all a scam. Well, oh, yeah. God, what? Are you ever? talking about medical business? <laughs> oh, scam? Jesus, what are you talking about? Just say? to get more money out of you. That's all it is. Every, everything ridiculous. now is just about money. I told you I was talking to a lot of my friends, and they just said, well, you, this is all just a scam. Oh, it's a power grab. It's money grab. all it is. It's a big money grab. I think that's pretty much what America is now. It is. <laughs> the Actually, world. The world. Yeah. It's the world. It's all money now. Everything's money. It's a big money grab. Disgusting. Mom and I finished uh, Trust last night, the 10th episode of the J. Paul Getty uh, story. Oh. Really good ending. You know how they ended it? Because he's the greediest prick ever born. What J. a Paul jerk. J. Paul Getty. Oh, what a horrible human He had a billion being. dollars back in the ni- like 1960. Yeah, that's pretty good. He was the richest man in the world before Howard Hughes took over. Yeah. But here's my favorite part. The very ending... You know, how is this guy going to end up having to pay for his sins of money, money, money? He, he chose money over his wife, over his sons, over his grandson. He chose money over everybody. Over his rich. harem. And the greatest part of it is at the very end of the series, if you haven't seen it, this is not going to ruin anything, but 
very end of the series, he grabs these three grapes from a bunch sitting on the table, and they turn to gold. And they start telling the story of mm-hmm. King Midas. Midas. Yeah. And he tries to take a sip out of his water, and it turns to gold. So he can't drink, he can't eat, and he's going to die. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I thought that was well, a great ending. I didn't what, know that about that King on? Midas. Is that, uh, is that on Hulu? Uh, yeah. I think it's on Hulu. It's probably on several different channels. It's called Trust. You'd really like it. It was two, You love Italy, man. 2018. You want to talk some Italians? Yeah, to getting, check it out. Getting a little nasty. Woo! Wow, those small town boys, man. <laughs> small Holy town Italian boys. Yeah, you, Woo! Don't, you don't want to mess around there. No, no you don't. No. Well, every little village has their own Don. Yeah. Running yep. everything. You can really disappear do. very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People, think, people think Mexico is bad. You can disappear in Italy very quickly. Mm, very quickly. Are they still that way? Oh yeah. In the little towns or mm, everywhere? This is Calabria. No, actually. Bigger cities are even worse. Farther oh, yeah. south, it goes worse. Yes, of course. Of course. Oh. Well, this was in Calabria, yeah. yeah. It was down in that area. You get down area. south, it gets pretty sketchy. Well, in Italy, as long as you area. don't get in their way, they're not going to bother you. I mean, some of the some of the tourist fishermen, you go out to fish, and you, you, there's somebody under the water putting a fish on your hook. <laughs> <laughs> And you, they're usually that's dead. A, that sounds like an Italian. You pull them up, it's a dead fish. <laughs> oh, God, what a shock. I, oh, it, well, they know. were talking about um, the kidnapping of of the grandson, mm-hmm. of Getty's grandson. Of Paul Getty, yep. So they go to the police, and they're like, uh, in Italy, we don't really do anything about kidnapping. No. <laughs> we leave that to the kidnappers. We don't really... We don't get involved. They don't do it. We just don't really do yeah, that. we don't get involved in that. <laughs> Catherine, what's the narrator's name again? The guy with the cowboy hat. What's his real name in real life? Oh, again? Uh, Bra- Bra- Brendan Fraser. Brandon. Is it Brendan Fraser? I think it's. Brandon I think it's Brandon Fraser. It was yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it was. He's like really the good in guy it. Guy from really? the Mummy. He's really good in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Brendan yeah. Fraser. Oh. Oh. Yeah, he plays this this guy with the cowboy hat who's the in he, Italy. he's the negotiator. Oh yeah, you're for right. J. Paul Getty. Really? He's the chief oh, of security. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. have to watch it now because I actually like Brendan Fraser. A lot of people oh. don't like him. Oh, he's really good. I haven't seen him in anything Frazier. in like a thousand years. It's been a while. Yeah, he's, he's put on a lot of weight. Yeah, he has put on a lot of weight. He's also put on, what, 40 years since yeah. his last yeah, role? So there is that. He's a big guy. He's, he's, a big just, guy. he's a large guy. For Hollywood, he's a large guy. I watched that documentary, Sound of Metal. Oh, yeah. About the guy going deaf. Oh, no, I don't know that. So watch it. It's pretty... Shows you that things you think important aren't really that important. Mm. You know, that's a very, very good point to make right now. I mean, we're all, what, 11 days away from Christmas? No, not even nine days. Nine days, yep. Christmas. My God. This, guy, this, guy's, this guy's got a really nice uh, tour boss, and he's on tour, and he's in a metal band, and he's starting to go deaf. And he's not telling anyone, and he goes completely deaf where he can't hear anything. It never so occurs to him so, to turn his headphones down? So he can't play. And uh, his girlfriend's like freaking out, and so he he owns everything. So he his girlfriend leaves, and he leaves, and he goes to some home for deaf people, and to, to learn how to be deaf. Yeah. Well, he can't handle it, so he sells his tour bus, and he sells all his equipment, and he gets enough money to get these implants in his brain to hear. 
and all oh, the co- cochlear, yes. cochlear, oh, yes. So he, he mm-hmm. and they're eighty grand. So he gets right. them and he goes back out into the world and like nothing's really the same sound. No, it it's, doesn't. They, they don't sound like it's very tinny, real, yeah, very it's tinny, like digital and, or something. And when he's out in the, where there's a lot of people, the noise is overwhelming. It's just right. like you hear everything. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just too much. Oh, and you can't turn them down. You can't like do a hearing aid. So in the, I'll spoil it for everyone. In the <laughs> end. <laughs> In the end, he ends up ripping him out and uh, just being deaf. But it's 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 Johnny kind of drawn out a little bit, and the the concept's good though. The story's good on it. It's and it's, it's I thought it was pretty interesting that we know. voted on the KQ Morning Show that television right now is the best it's ever been because of all these different channels. Well, there's a lot. God, there's a lot out there, and there's a lot of really good stuff. Oh, too. we've been watching Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit, How? baby. Dad caved and got bought Netflix. Yeah. I, I put it in my name though. I was going to have my wife's name on that hoary channel. Mm. I, that so wasn't good. even the point for me. The point was I wasn't watching anything on Netflix. And then that kind of was like the icing. I don't, I don't the watch cake. Netflix anymore. Queen's Gambit do. is amazing. I, I watched. Really I'll check it out. I told you it's so good, and you need to watch Virgin River. It's pure, just like ridiculous and amazing, and you would love it. Pure. Okay. It's purely ridiculous and amazing. Oh, purely like. ridiculous. Yeah. We got to take a break. Be right back. LA Nick has joined us back with LA right after this. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So, what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, fit me for my very own my pillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time. Because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium my pillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Back, ladies and gentlemen. Your daughter. 
I got to ask you guys a question because you know I've made it very very clear that I am I am a centrist. I'm not. I wouldn't even call myself a libertarian. Uh, I'm a centrist. I you know I don't support Republicans over Democrats, Democrats over Republicans. But I do have to ask everyone: Are you ever going to leave this man alone? You're you're dry. I, look, I understand he's an annoying pain in the ass. And he loves to run his mouth. And he won't stay off Twitter. I understand all that. But are you trying to get him to kill himself or something? Yeah. Did you hear the latest with Trump now? No. What did he do now? Where will Donald Trump go after he leaves office? That's the question posed by Town & Country last week. And if the neighbors of his private club in Palm Beach, Florida, have anything to do with it, he will not be living there. As speculation grows about a move by Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner to Miami, a potentially awkward scenario is brewing in an hour away at Mar-a-Lago, where President Trump is expected to live, per the Washington Post. Problem is, his neighbors are using legal maneuvers to try to keep him from doing so. A letter sent Tuesday to the town of Palm Beach in the Secret Service by the DeMoss family, who lives next door, explains, while there are many lovely estates in the area Trump could buy, he lost his claim to Mar-a-Lago as his residence when he converted it to a club in 1993, the letter asserts. Under that deal, club members can't spend more than three weeks a year at the resort and no longer than seven consecutive days. Trump's legal team also assured the town council at the time he wouldn't live there, though during his presidency he spent 130 days there by the post count. There's absolutely no legal theory under which he can use that property as both, says another neighbor. Meanwhile, a source tells people they're just never going to leave this man alone, are Is there anything more Palm Beach Island than using legal loopholes to keep the riffraff out? (laughs) Well, you got that. (laughs) That's like what... When I think people who live on Palm Beach, I think of people using lawyers to scare off people. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. They banned any kind of... Uh, convenience store. And oh, yeah. Not even a convenience store. Even if you have just a store, you're not Well, there's Green's like, Pharmacy. Yes, but which that's is been kind there. of. But that's been there for. Yeah. That's been around a thousand years. years. Yeah. Yeah. And they let a very tiny, tiny, tiny little grocer open up. And I'm surprised they let a gas. There is a gas station on Palm Beach. There is? It's, yep, it's been there forever. Where? Uh, I don't know where that is. I don't either. It's actually right on. Uh, there's only one. Been there for a very long time, and it has it has auto repair too. Is it north or south? It's got to be south. It's off the Southern Boulevard. Oh, way down oh, there. Oh, way down there. Okay, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know where that is. You have yeah. to ride my bike. It's been there since I've lived there, yeah. and That's I started a long living there yeah. in the eighties. And it's still there. Like it's course. still there. And it's real nice. I mean, yeah. they keep it up really nice. Sure. Hey, it's Palm actually Beach is it's on Okeechobee, or close to it's two blocks south of Okeechobee. Gray's Sunoco. Yeah, it's been there forever. On what road? Uh, on the main, on the main drag. Yeah, Australian. Ocean? Australian and A1A. Oh, and A1A. Really? Well, that's not the island. Yes. A1A. Yeah, A1A is. Yeah, A1A is not the it's island. on the island. It is on the island. It's on the island. A1A is not on the island. No, but A1A this, the one I'm talking about I'm is on the island. I'm looking at the map. It's on the island. It might look like it, but it's not. A1A isn't on the island. But the, the, the gas station is. Okay. Maybe it cuts through there. Who knows? I'm pretty All sure it does. All I know is I would never, ever leave the island if I lived on it. Yeah, I'd make would. him, put, I, make no, him you, put the bridges you up. You would leave. You want to be there yeah. with the Jeffrey Epsteins of no, the world? No, trust me. Thank you. No. I lived there long enough that you would leave. I would tell you flat I out, there's no question. There. I would get the same treatment that I got from the uh, hoity-toity western suburban people here. You, you heard the, the golf course story, didn't you? I won't even rat out the golf course because it wasn't their fault. I told you this. Isn't one of the you know the wealthiest hoity, families hoity. in the entire hoity. state? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Went around me. and told everybody, you know, he's not one of us. So I'll keep an eye on him. Well, they made me. They told My me I couldn't. God. They told me I couldn't come into Bradley's anymore in Palm Beach. Why not? 
Don't know. Okay, if you're banned from Bradley, yeah, there's you a big problem. You're banned from you, were, you were seriously a nutbag. Yeah. I think that, no, I never, did, I never even did anything. Just at the time, you have to you have to understand time. You didn't have the look. I didn't have the look at the time, yep. and I had the yeah. money. And they, yeah, and I had a big mohawk, and they just didn't oh. want me in there. No man. hawks, baby. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I you don't see mohawk. a lot of mohawky kind of people down in no, anywhere down there. down there. But I have to say, it worked both ways. It did work both ways. What does that mean? That I got special treatment in in places like the colony and and the grit and, and breakers and I did. I got special treatment because of my look and they said, "Oh, you know, it's like a house resident rock star." And oh. they let me. They gave me resident rock star. They gave me anything Jesus. I wanted. But places sad. like Bradley's said you can't come in here looking like that, and really? that was a term back then. You can't come in here looking like that. Looking like, like that, like yeah. that was a yeah. term, man. Yeah, and like, what do you mean looking like what? Well, you can't have your hair like that. You, can't, you have too much jewelry on. Like the, it's just the way it was back in the eighties. What's really sad is you cannot sit outside on clematis and eat anymore. Uh, last I did can't last year it. without getting stabbed. Without getting people constantly harassing you, yeah. they constantly harass you. Now. Yeah, you know. Rodney Mayo is one, one, I have to say, a very, very, very close friend. He's solely responsible for Clematis, and he's solely responsible for downtown West Palm coming right. back. He owns, I think, over 330 restaurant bars. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's they're a all lot. closed now. In yeah, really. No, they're all open. No, they're all open. They're yeah. all open. In West Palm Beach? Yep, 100% open. Oh. Um, well, he also nice. has so many food banks and food shelters and just gives, 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 yeah, right, gives. That's what I understand. Um, he's a super nice guy. and But he's, you know, he's pretty liberal and he doesn't want to go tackle that problem of no. the no one, No one down there does. And people begging for money. And But I've... I have nothing bad to say about. I mean, Rodney is the man of West Palm. He, he controls everything, all the way down to Lauderdale. Actually, he owns those restaurant bar houses in Delray, the two houses that are restaurants. I'm trying to think of the developer that everybody's always mad at. Green, something Green. Jeff Jeff Green? No. Yeah. Rodney's a great guy. He's the king of the bars in South Florida. That's for sure. King of the bars. I love the fact, though, that the former president of the United States is no longer welcome to be your neighbor. Really? Well, I think that's probably one neighbor. You know, I, I have to pick a bone because we had a guest a couple of weeks ago who's like, yeah, Ivanka is going to, or Melania uh, is going to divorce Trump. All that crap. She's just saying that stuff so she has relevance, man. There's no there's no basis to, I agree. to say that. Zero basis. Zero. I we agree. have Richard on the phone. Richard's ready to go. Yes, he is. Richard, how are you? Good, how are you? Magnificent Richard Lertzman, ladies and gentlemen. The book, Deconstructing the Rat Pack, Joey, the Mob, and the Summit. i got to warn you up front, Richard, that, that I'm a huge fan. But sitting to my right is a full-blooded Italian, so this is going to get really full obnoxious. Full-blooded full Italian. Blooded. It's going to get really obnoxious, Richard. He's no half and half. There you go. You can't talk about Joey Bishop. You can't talk about <laughs> Sammy Davis. You can only talk about Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. That's it. <laughs> hey, so Joey came from South Philly. Yeah, he did. A lot of Italian. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're absolutely right. Deconstructing the Rat Pack, Joey the Mob, and the Summit in celebration of the Rat Pack's 60th. Oh, my God, Richard. You know, I, I keep reading these things, and it's this happened, that happened, and it's all like 
42 years ago, 60 years ago. It's like, yeah. man. Yep. I'm not a kid anymore, Richard. Yeah, me sir. <laughs> uh, for 28 consecutive nights in February 1960, a dusty town called Las Vegas became the epicenter of the world. All eyes were on the party happening at the Sands Hotel and Casino, the new headquarters for the chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra, dubbed by many as the Rat Pack, the Clan. Yeah, probably not the Clan. Let's not go with the Clan. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work today. It's different back even, then. Even with a C, even spelled with a C, the Summit Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Joey Bishop, and Peter Lawford gave those lucky audiences an entertainment experience, the likes of which we will never be seen again. Uh... I am, my mother, first of all, I must tell you, was the world's biggest Dean Martin fan. She just thought Dean Martin was the greatest thing he ever He was pretty happened. dreamy. I think every, every mother's, every mother did. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, Richard, because this is a true story. I grew up Roman Catholic in a very poor neighborhood, and, and on my wall at my mother's house, you had the current pope. He was there. Then you had uh, Dean Martin. You had John F. Kennedy because, of course, yep, was Catholic. Yeah, you got to have. <laughs> every and, Catholic had a Kennedy picture. And Dean Martin. Yeah, I mean, these. Uh, maybe I mentioned Dean already, but yeah. she literally had. She had Jesus. Jesus was in the made the cut, which I thought was good, Richard. Jesus actually made the cut, which I I was kind of shocked wow. by that. I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't wasn't more hoopla when Dean passed. Yeah, they, they, I didn't, agree. they didn't really do much. It's very sad. Yeah, not really. Very sad. I, I, I don't. I don't. Dean Martin. Daughter. I love her. And oh, she is so wonderful. Yep, she, she is. This great story. That her dad was never really a big partier, so she was. They had a part. Jeannie, his wife, to a big party in Beverly Hills, and it's going on. And at eight o'clock, Dean checks himself out, goes up to his bedroom, gets in his pajamas, and turns on Western. He loves Westerns. Right. So all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's getting to be nine o'clock. The party's still going on. And it's really bothering Dean's Western. So Dean calls the Beverly Hills police, reports <laughs> the party at his house, has the party raided, and Jeannie never finds out about this. But, you know, Dean went his own way. Dean was a cool guy. Loved yeah, him. I've always been a big fan. When I'm ever stressed out, I just put on some Dean Martin music and. It can show you right out. Didn't he kind of become a recluse? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He he did hear his. He had a son who was in the California National Guard. Oh, he was killed in a plane crash. Yeah. And after that, Dean had the money and everything, but he he lost his desire for everything. So yep. you know, he would just really be in his house, and and every Tuesday night he would go to Hamburger Hamburger Hamlet, right, up in in in, uh, in Brentwood or that area. And uh, you could see Dean, he would take his teeth out, put them into a, a glass they gave him, and eat his hamburger. Uh huh. With no teeth? Wouldn't that be tough? Yeah, it seems like it would be. You well, would. he mounted, you know, but he, he, everybody used to come in to see Dean eat his hamburger on Tuesday night. I've seen some video of him at that, that age. Uh, what's her name? That, uh, 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 some some girl that was involved in some scamming, a lot of old rich celebrities. Mm. There's some video of her with Dean. And I don't know, it kind of made me sad to see him in that situation. Well, I understand. It happens Richard, to everybody. Richard, you mind if I take a, like a two-minute break, come right back? Is that okay with you? Absolutely. We'll be right back in two minutes with Richard Lertzman, ladies and gentlemen, deconstructing the Rat Pack, Joey the Mob, and the Summit. Great, great stuff. We'll be right back with the family.
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Richard Lertzman with us. His book is called Deconstructing the Rat Pack, Joey, the Mob, and the Summit. Uh, yeah, Richard, uh, my, growing up as a little boy in a nice Roman Catholic home, a poor guy. So, you know, my mother's heroes were Dean Martin because he was from Steubenville, Ohio, came from basically nothing. And then, of course, Elvis Presley, who came from Mississippi, poor as a... Any poor guy that made it big was my mother's favorite. She loved it. <laughs> You thought it was great, yeah. But in uh, Frank from Hoboken, yeah, Frank from Hoboken. That's exactly right. But um, it's a big part. Matter of fact, to this day, my lovely wife, who's sitting down the table at the other end from me, to this day, if you go downstairs to the TV room, take a left and go over to the cabinet, there's that picture of the Rat Pack playing pool. Mm -hmm. It's still hanging there on our wall. (laughs) We still got the Rat Pack picture of the Rat Pack hanging on the wall at the house. Love it. That's great. You know, it's funny, people from the Midwest, like when I first met Nancy, she's from North Dakota, and she would come to my parents' house with me in South Philly. Oh, God. And the front page of the paper would be like, Mob Celine, and Nancy's like, this stuff's real? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. real. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just keep your head down. So, Richard, where'd you grow up? I grew up in, Cle- in Cleveland, Ohio, in the suburb of Cleveland. The Cleveland Spiders? Were you a big fan? Or are you going to be well, it was in 1910, so I don't know. But the Cleveland Indians, I love. They're going to change know, their name to the Spiders. Yeah, you knew that, right? They're changing their name to the Spiders. They now. are. Yeah, I, I saw that. Oh, bull crap. Hmm. Yep, the Cleveland yeah, Spiders. Yeah. That was the original team, as Richard just said, from 1907 to 1910, something like that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And there's not one Native American that cares. No. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. No, this is all honkies that care about yeah. this In fact, kind the of Native stuff. Americans like that they're called the Indian, and they like it. Uh, yeah, you know, stay away from the goofy well, not all cartoon them, not characters. Not all of them like it, but some of them actually no, like it. I agree. I agree. Now, how did the Rat Pack all start, Richard? Was it, was it you know, it seems like it was Frank and Dean, and then everybody else came along? Is that how it, how it started? There was, there, was a, there was a group in Homely Hill that, that was... Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart had right. a house. Yep. And it was David Niven and Mickey Rooney and all these Hollywood stars. And Frank was part of it. And and uh, Lauren Bacall one time made a remark to James Bacon. She goes, they look like a pack of rats. So we <laughs> call them the Rat Pack. Yeah, they were the so, original Rat Pack, right? They right. were the original Rat right. Pack. And, and so when uh, when Humphrey, when Bogart died, uh, Frank and, and Lauren dated, and they kind of dissipated. And Frank was friends with guys like Jimmy Van Heusen. Jilly Rizzo, but uh, 
in, in 58, Frank starred with Dean in a movie called Some Come Running. Oh. And he really liked Dean, and he really wanted to appear with Dean. And Frank was also close to Stanley Davis Jr. And Stanley had this major accident where he lost his eye. And he and Frank pushed him to get back on stage to dance. But Sammy was like, he had lost his sense of balance and everything. Oh, and he yeah. wanted to work with Sammy. Frank also, speaking of the mob, Frank had 9% of the Sands Hotel. They gave it to him because the Las Vegas Strip had old stars like Durante and Sophie Tucker. And they wanted to really get Frank, the power of Frank, on the strip to draw people in. And a guy came to him named Al Freeman, who was the, uh, he worked for the mob, he was their publicist. And he said, to put it on the map, we really have to have this megawatt super show. And he, Frank was open to it because Frank owned 9% of the fans. Right. So Frank talked to Dean and talked to Sammy. They were happy. Joey Bishop was the opening act for the, for this show, for Frank for almost 10 years. So Joey was the was the, uh, the straight man for them. And then in Los Angeles, Frank had known Peter Lawford. And Peter, and Frank almost broke his jaw in the early 50s when Peter was carrying tales to David Gardner about him. But then when uh, Peter uh, got married to uh, Patricia Kennedy, mm-hmm. Frank liked it because Frank thought of himself as maybe becoming a president maker. He liked, he liked JFK. He had met him. So when Peter brought him a script that he was shopping around called Ocean's Eleven, for, and Peter consulted as himself in the lead, so Frank took it to Jack Warner. Jack Warner loved it. Frank took it to the guys in the mob in, 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 at the sand and said, could we shoot this here? And they said, it's perfect. So it all fell to place. They got, during the day, they would shoot Ocean's Eleven. At night, they did, they did two shows for 28 straight days at 8 and 12. Tickets were $7 in those days. You couldn't get a ticket. And then, in the, and then the, after the show, the guys went into the lounges and to the, to the casino and made a bunch of uh, commotion. And then at 6 o'clock in the morning, they were in the makeup chair doing Ocean's Eleven. And it went on for 28 straight days. And the world converged on Vegas. Vegas was like a, a destination for Los Angeles. And now, all of a sudden, everybody saw Vegas as an adult playground. Mm-hmm. Because of the because of Frank Sinatra and his friends, and they 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 uh, rocked the world, and and this, the, you know, Frank knew that this was his. He had he was going to make hay because he had almost gone broke in the, in the early fifties, and so he knew this was the time because Elvis was breathing out his neck then. Right, and right around the corner are the nineteen sixty are the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. So this was their window of opportunity to to make a lot of money. Smart guy. Well, very, he, very he actually guy. did go broke for, I think, a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, in the early 50s, yeah. he got in trouble. His, his, his popularity from the 40s waned out, and he, got, he started dating Ava Gardner while he was married to Nancy. So he became very unpopular, and until he, he did the movie From Here to Eternity, and he really regained his popularity, he got Nelson Riddle to, to uh, do records at Capitol Records. Everything changed around. Yeah, but but that, Frank knew that, Frank was smart. At that time, it'd be pretty hard not to date Ava Gardner. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> it'd be pretty tough not to. Remember what but he said it, about her? What? Do you remember what he said about Ava Gardner when they broke up? No. He, Frank said when they broke up, Ava, the problem with Ava and me is we like the same things. Wine, women, and song. Oh, Whoa, <laughs> that time when he was dating her, she was a very beautiful lady. Right? Yeah, but he implied that she was beautiful. 
in many ways. Yeah, she was very beautiful at that yeah, time. There's no question. You know, I, I, did a, I did a book for Simon Schuster called The Life of Time of Mickey Rooney. And Mickey's first wife and Ava's first husband, they were married. Mickey, yeah. and Mickey Rooney and Ava Gardner. And uh, that was like a, a, a crazy marriage that lasted like three years. And then actually Frank and, and Mickey became friends while he was married to Ava. Well, Ava was married to Mickey Rooney for a year. Artie Shaw for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sinatra for six years. Ooh, six years. <laughs> wow, pretty good. Big yeah, long, long run time. for her. Pretty good. Well, God, we were she just talking bull, about... She had a, a bullfighter in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that woman that uh, was connected to Dean somehow. Who? Uh, what was her name again? Something Bakley? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, Robert Blake. Bonnie no. Lee, Bonnie Lee Bonnie Bakley. Bakley. Bonnie Lee Bakley, yes. Yeah, um, yeah she had been married ten times uh, <laughs> yeah. before she was, you know, whatever Murdered. happened to her. That's the last footage I've seen with, with, with Dean Martin was with her. And, yes, she yeah, she was uh, she hung around Dean Martin. She hung around all sorts. Frankie Valley, Gary Busey, uh, Christian yeah. Brando. Yep. She was one of those. All the she folks. just got she was a money grubber. Yes. And yeah. Richard, one of my favorite. Until she until she went to dinner with with Bobby Blake at that restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Robert Blake, that's exactly right. And he ended up uh, Bob no well, well, they say he they ended s- up shooting her. Well that's they, what they, they say. found him not guilty. I don't know why. Yeah, he got found not guilty. Well, well he, right, he didn't have yeah. a gun. The well, shot that killed her. <laughs> he had a gun, but it wasn't the gun that shot her. He could have yeah. thrown a bullet very hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Richard, one of my favorite rat pack stories of all time. I think it was one of the first times they all appeared on stage together, and I, I think it was in Vegas. They're all on stage, and except for Dean Martin. And Dean Martin walks out on stage later than everybody else. He walks over to Sammy Davis Jr. and picks him up. I remember that. And says, I'd like to thank the Academy for this wonderful award. <laughs> Because Sammy was so much smaller than everybody else. He was a little yeah. tight. <laughs> and, he, and he called him his NAACP statue. Yeah, yeah. his yeah. NAACP statue. That's exactly, what it, that's exactly right, Richard. Great call. That's exactly what happened. You know, growing up, it wasn't my era. It was my parents' era, obviously. But I enjoyed it. I loved it so much because, you know, watching my mother watch the Dean Martin show back. Dean Martin cut a deal with, I believe... Uh, RCA owned NBC at the time, or NBC owned RCA, however that deal was. No, RCA name was in there. Yeah, it was in there because Dean Martin's first deal with, with, with uh, NBC uh, was stock in the company. He made, I guess, so much money. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Those shows were so good because they, they, when Loved they them. couldn't stop laughing at themselves. Yeah, that's true. That's what got you laughing. <laughs> it was like the Coward Burnett show. They would laugh They yep. would laugh at themselves so hard that you would start oh, laughing. I, 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 I got to know Greg Garrison, who produced the show for Dean, and and Greg said that you know the the truth was, Dean everybody would rehearse and block out themselves. They do the blackouts and rehearse during the week. Dean would come in on Fridays, and he just knew his part. He just went in there and Swinged it. played it, and, and you know it's it's part of his part of it is the you know Dean breaking up and Dean just realizing what the material was. <laughs> it, it made it fun. <laughs> it yeah. was. It made it really funny. Like, that you couldn't stop laughing because they were laughing so hard that you would start laughing. I, I remember. There's only a couple of shows that did that. They did it. Coward Burnett show always did it. Like another, they couldn't hold a straight face. Another great Dean Martin line. He's trying to sing a song, and somebody in the band made a noise. I don't, it was kind of, I don't know who made the noise, but somebody in the band made a noise. 
And Dean Martin on live television said, why don't we have a little more music and a little less brown? Because <laughs> Les Brown and his band are renowned. He was very, very funny, a great singer. One hell of an actor, too, Richard. Great actor. Oh, you know, you see him in films like, I, I love airports, so I love him in airports. Yep. Um, and even in Some Come Running. And, uh, there's, one, there's one film that's very strange called Kiss Me Stupid with Kim Novak and Dean Martin, where Dean plays Dino. And he plays a kind of a character himself. And he did it for it was Billy Wilder made the film, and it's a really unusual film. And he was pretty good in that. No, he's very, very good. I cannot wait to read the book, promoting the book, uh Deconstructing the Rat Pack, Joey, the Mob, and the Summit, Richard Lertzman, L-E-R-T-Z-M-A-N. Richard, come back anytime. I love talking about the Rat Pack. I appreciate your time today, sir. Oh, thank you, Tom, and everybody. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Buy the book, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with the family.